And so let's go ahead and go live. And I believe we do have Governor Bruce Rauner on the line with us. Governor, good afternoon. Hey, Jim. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? Doing very well, thank you. It's so great to talk to you. We have a, a lot of questions for you, but uh, obviously uh, I'm sure you're you're not surprised by the fact we want to lead off with the story that is dominating the news today, a lawsuit filed against the campaign of your opponent, J.B. Pritzker, by some of his staffers. What's your reaction to what's happened today? Well, I think these are serious allegations. Um, they need to be investigated, and the people of Illinois need to know the truth about what's going on with uh, Mr. Pritzker. I don't think any of us should be shocked by the allegations because uh, Pritzker was caught on the FBI wiretaps when he was trying to use his inheritance to buy the uh, Senate seat or the treasurer's office from Blagojevich. And in those tapes, um, he used the language of racist, and he referred to a broad uh, number of African-American elected officials as offensive, and he recommended that Blagojevich choose one of the least offensive African-Americans if he was going to appoint uh, a black person. It just shows his mindset, shows his attitude towards uh, African-Americans. And so I, I, I don't think anybody should be surprised by these allegations. Uh, Governor, you you know Illinois politics, and there are very few coincidences in it. I know you've talked about this issue before, and in fact, even had, I believe, a, a Facebook ad referencing those very comments uh, from the wiretap just this week, and now this lawsuit happens. Is that, in fact, just coincidence? There's people who are wondering if there's something more to the, the timing of all of this. Yeah, well, if you're referring to, because I got the press asked me today, they said, well, so, Governor, do you have anything to do with this lawsuit or whatever it's, let me be crystal clear. It's a preposterous question. The answer is absolutely not. We, I have, nobody in my team has any relationship whatsoever with people who are on Pritzker's staff. Um, it's, <laughs> the, only, the, the only thing that's coincidental is that uh, Pritzker has behaved in a very discriminatory way, acted and used language, uh, this, the language of racist, and uh, I don't think it's a, a coincidence that these issues have come up again. He's got a pattern. He called uh, Emil Jones crass. Uh, he just he, he refers in a very derogatory way towards African-Americans. Well, let's uh, move ahead then with the things we wanted to ask you about, starting with the campaign itself. We're less than three weeks out. I know you've seen the same poll numbers that we've seen that don't necessarily look that good for you. How, how are you feeling at this stage of the campaign, and how confident are you in victory in three weeks? Well, I'm, I'm very optimistic because we're fighting for what's right. Uh, all we're working for is a better future for our children and grandchildren. And we're doing things that Democrats want just as much as Republicans. Everybody wants lower taxes. That's what I'm fighting for. Everybody wants more jobs in the state. That's what I'm fighting for. And I've been endorsed by every job creator organization, the Chamber of Commerce, the manufacturers, the NFIB, the small business owners. They've all endorsed me because they know I'm a pro jobs creator and they know Pritzker would be a disaster. Um, and when we were speaking about African-Americans earlier, uh, I was very honored. The National Black Chamber of Commerce uh, gave me their Fletcher Award in recent weeks, their national award uh, for doing more to help black business than any elected official in the United States of America in the last couple of years. Very honored by that. I'm fighting for more jobs and I've got the policies to do it. And I'm fighting for term limits on elected officials and fair maps. These are all what Democrats want, Republicans want, and that's why I'm very confident in the end we'll win. And I'm being challenged by a guy who represents everything that's wrong in Illinois. He's exactly the problem. He's part of the Chicago political machine. He's loyal to Mike Madigan. He's Madigan's handpicked 
of candidates. He's funded Madigan. He's funded Blagojevich. He's used Madigan's law firm to dodge his taxes. It's stunning to me that he's even still in the race after the FBI wiretaps, after it's known that he's never worked an honest day in his life, never had a real job, inherited billions, and hides it in offshore bank accounts so he doesn't pay his proper income taxes in Illinois or in the United States. And to top it all off, Democrats, not Republicans, Democrats in Cook County investigated him um, over the last year and just put out a report in the last couple of weeks that he's uh, engaged in a scheme to defraud taxpayers of $330,000 by lying perjury on his uh, property tax um, assessments that were false. And all of us in Illinois, all of us in central Illinois, southern Illinois, uh, all over the suburbs, including Cook County, all were defrauded by him because we have to pay more when he cheats on his property taxes. We have to make up the difference to help fund Chicago schools and other schools. So he's basically stole money from us. He's been accused of it by Democrats, not Republicans. He shouldn't even be on the ballot right now. Let's talk about what happens after the election. If you do, in fact, win, you, you mentioned the things that you'd like to accomplish, uh, yep. lower taxes, more job creation, et cetera, term limits, fair maps. These are things you've been talking about for a long time, and yet yep. we haven't gotten very far on them. What's different in a second term? How will you be more successful on achieving those objectives than you have been in the first four years? Yeah, Jim, great question. That, in a lot of ways, critical question. So first, let's be clear. We haven't gotten done everything we need to get done, but you, you know what? We've had 40 years of corruption and, and self-dealing and mismanagement and job losses. You can't fix that just within one term. That's the reason I'm asking for a second term and only a second term, because we can never give up. we got to keep working. We've done fantastic things so far. We've, done, we've gotten education funding increase, new funding formula to help downstate schools and low-income schools much more. Uh, we've gotten school choice done, so we have tuition scholarship tax credit program. Uh, we've got now equal funding on uh, charter public schools. We got the Future Energy Jobs Act done, so we can now national leaders in energy conservation and energy job creation. Um, we've created 210,000 net new jobs in Illinois, uh, which I'm proud of. I want to do a lot better in my second term, but you know what? In the 12 years, Jim, uh, under Democrat rule, before I became governor, we only grew 60,000 jobs in Illinois. 12 years, 60,000. My four years, 210,000. We're darn proud of that uh, track record. We've also expanded the U of I in their engineering school into, into Springfield, into Rockford, into Peoria, around the state to grow the tech economy much faster. Great success there. We've been endorsed by every job creator organization. We cut the LLC fees so that entrepreneurs starting businesses in Illinois have to pay much less, and it's easier to start companies. Um, we cut the income taxes for families who adopt in Illinois. I'm a big believer in adoption and supporting adoption services for our babies and our children. And we uh, re- got a huge um, tax reduction for those families. And we got a, um, a property tax reduction for uh, disabled veterans. And I'm a big advocate for veterans. And the, the list goes on. We've done a lot of great things. And even so, it, and we got to build on that success. We got a balanced budget done. It took a while, but you know what? Madigan didn't want to have a balanced budget. He never has. We got it done. So we got to build on those successes. And in my second term, I believe we can get um, more reforms to grow the economy, property tax relief by getting the mandates off of our local schools and our local uh, governments. And we can finally get term limits. For the first time in Illinois history, Democrats are calling for term limits on folks like Madigan. This was never this would this would have never happened over the last 30 years. 
But now I believe we're going to get term limits done finally. But you really changed the culture. But you still got to work with the speaker. I'm assuming he's going to be there. Everybody seems to think he will be. Uh, But you've been calling him corrupt for the last four years. Are are you going to change your approach to him at all? No, not at all, because we have to. You can't fix a problem unless you're honest about what it is. He is corrupt. I did. I did do an executive order to stop him and his buddies from doing property tax appeals work in front of the Illinois Tax Appeals Board. It's wrong for a politician to um, raise taxes and tax policy in their day job and then become millionaires by owning tax appeal law firms on the side where they where they charge millions of dollars in fees to lower property taxes for business owners. That's a corrupt conflict of interest. I did an executive order to stop it for the state, and now we need to pass a law to make it illegal at the local level. Just like it's illegal for legislators to do workers' cop cases, it's illegal in Illinois to do that. We need to do the same thing on property tax appeals. But working with Madigan, what we do is work with him when he'll be reasonable and around him when he won't. And that's how we got uh, a balanced budget done. That's how we got the Future Energy Jobs Act done. That's how we expanded the U of I. That's why. That's how we've um, transformed Medicaid in, in the state, and uh, we've eliminated um, – half a billion dollars in fraud by working around Mike Madigan, doing it through our executive orders and executive action. And I worked with uh, the federal government, the White House and Congress. I got us $2 billion uh, into our Medicaid program up front from the feds so we can be the the nation's leader in mental health services. We are now the best state in America for mental health. We're the only state to achieve a grade A on mental health parity and mental health services. No other state's close to us. Governor, we that, got all this done around him or despite him. That budget you refer to spends every penny of what you've called the Madigan tax increase. Uh, will your next budget uh, eliminate that, uh, that, that money? Will you not spend that money? Or will you at least not spend part of it? How are you going to handle that? Yeah, so that's exactly right, Jim. We, we are going to roll the income tax hike back down to 3%, where it was for many years in Illinois, which is plenty high. We're going to do that gradually over time by driving government efficiencies, by growing the economy faster, by getting uh, the consideration model done for pension reform so our hardworking state employees can have various choices in their pension plans, by getting uh, health care reform inside our government, uh, make it reasonable and a good quality for our, for our state employees, while also making it uh, fair for taxpayers. We, we've proposed $6 billion in government reforms, mandate relief, property tax relief, local control, um, pension reform, health care reform, um, various efficiencies in government. $6 billion, that's plenty to be able to re- reduce the income tax, get property tax reductions, and very importantly, get the confidence restored of the business community so we can grow the economy faster, which is the only way that will keep balanced budgets for the long term. Uh, a huge issue here in Springfield, uh, everybody either is a state worker or is married to a state worker or knows a state worker. AFSCME's gone for three years without a contract. What's your relationship with the union going to be in a second term? Oh, uh, We'll work very well together. I want to pay our state employees more, uh, but w- what we're going to do is do it based upon merit and productivity and do uh, taxpayer savings sharing. So save a dollar in a department, share that. Give a, give a quarter of that dollar to um, the, the, the employees and the other, three, uh, the other 75 cents to the taxpayers. We can drive efficiency and productivity and very, have a very wonderful place to work with very good pay and still um, uh, get tax breaks uh, for, for our hardworking taxpayers. And we're going to get this done. I'm a big ally and advocate for our state employees. I'm very proud of their work. And we're going to be great partners 
I've got eight, uh, 22 uh, union contracts done. We'll get the AFSCME contract done, and there'll be uh, more pay coming uh, for, for our employees. If you will get it done, why haven't you got it done? It's been years now. Well, you know what? It's, it's, it's taken time, um, and, uh, you know, change takes time. We, gotta, we change the structure. A lot of the uh, uh, state employees like what we're trying to do and agree with it. Some don't. The union leaders don't. They're, the union leaders are funding Madigan. Um, they're, they're more with the, the Chicago political machine and their inside relationships. That's unfortunate. But you know what? In the end, I'm doing what's right for the employees. I'm doing what's right for the taxpayers. And we will get um, a good contract that's fair and gets more pay and more compensation and more flexibility for our uh, state employees. Uh, Governor, among the endorsements that you've been uh, racking up, it was announced this week the National Rifle Association is endorsing you. Uh, As I'm sure you know, gun crime still remains a pretty big issue here in Springfield. What do you hope to do in in your next term to address that issue, to try to keep guns out of the wrong hands and to minimize those problems in places like Springfield and Chicago? Yeah, no, that's a very important question, Jim. Well, first of all, I am proud to be endorsed by uh, the, the Rifle Association, um, the uh, Illinois Carry, the Concealed Carry Group, uh, by the FFL of Illinois, the Federal Firearms Licensees of Illinois, because I am a supporter of the Second Amendment. It's an important constitutional right we have um, in America, the right to keep and bear arms. That said, there are things we can do to increase public safety while also respecting and supporting the Second Amendment. For example, I've recommended that, that we get truth in sentencing. No more plea bargains where violent offenders, violent gun offenders, get out early or get off easy um, by cutting deals with prosecutors and judges. Truth in sentencing and no more early release for violent offenders, number one. Number two, uh, establishing a a stream of funding. that The money's already there. We just have to free it up and make it available. Free up uh, available funds to schools that would like to have a resource officer in their school. Uh, a, an off-duty police officer or others who are highly trained and who can keep um, the teachers and students safe, just like our hero Mark Dallas, the police officer who saved lives at Dixon High School when an intruder came in with a rifle to shoot teachers and students. He saved their lives. We need that available across the state of Illinois. It's the right thing to do. I also sponsored and, and signed a bill that would um, uh, have guns taken out of the hands of mentally ill people or those, uh, those adjudicated mentally ill or of danger uh, to themselves or others. That's the red flag bill. It's a good bill. It was negotiated um, by all parties, and it was good public safety legislation and really moved us in the, in the right direction. I also signed a bill to crack down on illegal um, uh, interstate transfer and sale of uh, guns, having illegal guns uh, come into Illinois from out of state. That was good legislation. I helped sponsor it and signed it. I also am proposing, I know it's a little more controversial, but I believe it's the right thing to do. I'm proposing that we reinstate the death penalty in Illinois for anyone who's guilty beyond any doubt, not a reasonable doubt, any doubt whatsoever, guilty of either murdering a police officer or committing mass murder. I believe that will be a deterrent. I think it's justice. And that, again, can increase public safety. Governor, last question, and we're almost out of time here. Uh, You've uh, given us a a long list of of things you've achieved in this first term. You also notoriously said uh, a while back, uh, quote, I'm not in charge. I'm trying to get to be in charge. Are you, in fact, in charge? Do you deserve the credit for the things you've talked about here? 
Well, <laughs> let's be clear. There's one guy who's been dominant, the, the most dominant politician in Illinois, in Illinois history for 35 years. That's Mike Madigan. And he, he controls the General Assembly. Uh, he controls the Democratic Party. He controls many of our state judges. Uh, he, he controls the legislature. Um, and uh, he's, he's dominant. He's blocked many things. But I've been able to work around him, through him, and occasionally with him to get major things done. Any of the good things I got done, Mike Madigan and his Democrats, they had one-party rule for 12 years before I became governor. We were a one-party state with Madigan in control for 12 years. Did they get school funding done? No, they cut school funding. Did they get a new formula done? No, I got it done. They could have done it. They didn't do it. Did I get the adoption tax credit? Did I get the Future Energy Jobs Act? They could have done that in 12 years. They did nothing except raise taxes, grow the deficits, grow the unfunded pensions, and push our employers out. And I'm endorsed by every employer in the state. You know what? You know what? I, I'm proud of our accomplishments, and we got to stand against Madigan. And to go back to give up, raise taxes, give him the ability to gerrymander our districts again in 2020, which Pritzker would enable him to do, that's a nightmare. Turn out the lights in Illinois. Pritzker and Madigan together, higher taxes, more corruption, more gerrymandered districts. We've got to stop Pritzker. We as Democrats and Republicans need to stand together. Vote for Rauner and Sanguinetti, and we'll get a better future. Governor Bruce Rauner, we really appreciate your time today. Thanks. Thanks so much, Jim. Be well. Bye-bye.